Hey, this is Roberto. You are back with my Warriors from Central Falls. Warriors from Central Falls, please say what's up to the world. Yo, let me tell you something. You guys crushed it last week with Dr. Ubegi and the week before with Dr. Grant. Uh, Dr. Grant, you listen to that one? Dr. Grant's sister, her this street is named after her sister. Yeah, I was no, I noticed that. I was just like as as I'm driving live with summer, and I'm like, oh my god, Viola Davis way. Well, ain't that something? Viola Davis way. Viola Davis is the first black woman, I think, to win an Oscar. No, 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 that was Holly Berry. But after Holly Berry, I think it was uh, it was Bi- actually Hattie McDaniel, like way back in the day. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for leading for for. That one was yeah it? no uh, I think for, I think it was the leading I'm gonna I'm gonna yield to you on this because I'm sorry everybody this is Carl Bird from the Codex Prime podcast uh, welcome Carl to the show appreciate you I'm gonna yield to you on all of these matters because you guys seem to be experts when it comes to movies and film like Vic from, is the the expert on movies and film I try I try to do the best I can who's Vic Victor is my co-host on the Codex Prime podcast so. He's much more of the film guy than I do. I lean more towards uh, comic books. I'm a Marvel guy, Red Brand. Marvel. Uh, see, see, I, I feel you. I'm Marvel, and then you're a PlayStation guy, and then you know, and then we're different tribes. I was forced into the Xbox. Me too. I was, I was forced into it. I was forced into it. No, no, I have a PlayStation as well. But Xbox is just better. It was like, damn it, I have to be forced into the Xbox tribe because yeah. it's so much better. Because my mom I didn't know the difference between the two. Hey, exactly. I understand. I've my whole life. Your mom picked a winner. You're up on a PSV. You have an Xbox. So, so Viola Davis way, right? right? This street is Viola Davis way, and Viola Davis has won an Oscar, and she's one of the first, uh, one mm-hmm. of the first black uh, women to, one of the first black people to win an Oscar, which is amazing. And congratulations. Dr. Grant's podcast was off on her own and her podcast was dope because Dr. Grant is dope. But damn, uh, the Oscars is all I can hear about today, man. Oh my God. (laughs) Are you team Chris or team Will? Uh, Here's the thing. And this frustrates Vic a lot. I like to look at the entire picture. Okay. And see you know, who's in the right, who's in the wrong and stuff and try to investigate more, you know, more before I like actually pick a side. So, um, well, I completely respect what he did. I completely understand what he did. Chris Rock was wrong for telling that joke. I just think that that could have waited. They could have met backstage and then he would have slapped, if he would have slapped them then, cool. You know, it was- I'm a let me talk to you in the hallway kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you really want to do it and make a spectacle about it? And then I, I hear, you know, on social media, whenever I was able to check it, it was, I was able to, like, see so many different people's, like, perspectives. And then, of course, you know, the conspiracy theorists are, you know, saying, oh, this whole thing is fixed, which it, which does make sense, which is believable, because mm-hmm. for the past few years, the Oscars, you know, the ratings for the Oscars, weren't really as high. So, you know, in the past, you know, lately they've been coming up with like most popular movie because most of the time, let's just face it, um, the Oscars, they celebrate movies that nobody really watches unless you're like into those particular genres. So, um, you know, they haven't really been as interested in. So they started coming up with new categories and then it's just like, all right, we need something to build up ratings. Does anybody else here think it might have been fixed? Uh, when I first saw it, I looked mad fake. I didn't even know if he made contact yeah. at first. Yeah. I, 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 I thought the, like, the punch looked fake. 
I, I thought like the after position was sick. Yeah, he because was, he was like, like oh, yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, he kind of, yeah, it's like he kind of follow through. Yeah, it's kind of like he just like a Hollywood yeah. slap. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Didn't look real. That didn't look real. Well, but but we we talked about everybody in this room is a person of color, and and the reason I feel like you can't have that fixed, and Chris Rock is way too smart for this. The the reason that can't be fake is because that's such a bad look. Right. That's such a bad look for like you bring the black people, black people finally start getting awards. And now and now two of the black people in the room are going to fight. Yeah, Not yeah. to mention, like the director of the Oscars this year was black. Yeah. So it just made it way worse. It, it makes it seem like look what happens when yeah. you bring black. Like, I, and this is not true. We know this. This is a, right now. This is the most loving educational space I work in this year. Highlander's great. My students at Alvarez and the Freshman Academy is great, but there's so many like toxic buildings that I'm working in. Uh, but what people don't know about Central Falls, by the way, is this is such a loving place, right? People think about Central Falls and think about the hood, right? Because there's so many people of color here. But this group that I'm working with right now and every group that I've worked with across the street is just such a loving group. So it's not true of look what happens when you put people of color together, right. but but I'm afraid of that thought. I'm afraid that some people would think, oh, it's you get a whole. It's going to set us back. And then we would have to start all over. You I mean, get black people together and look what Exactly. Happens. We had the whole Oscar so white, you know, campaign a few years ago. Now we're finally getting recognized. But yeah, this happens. And not to mention, Jada was the one who started the whole Oscar. Exactly. 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 Oh, I never exactly. thought about that. Exactly. Say that one more time. Say that one more time for our audience. Yeah, we had the Oscar So White campaign a couple of years ago that was started by Jada Pinkett. Oh, man, that's not a good look. So that is not also, look, which makes me further explain that there are some people who just are like, hey, we need these ratings, but you know, we're going to have this done to Jada. Now I know it's only th it's only three p.m. by the time we record this, but I'm already sick of the whole situation. Right? Like, like you've so all seen a hundred memes. This and a hundred memes by one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's just over. What time did I text you today? It was like seven seven a.m. Right? I'm at the gym at seven a.m. Right. And you were like, I've already seen so many. I seen today. so many, and it's just like, yeah. Have you guys ever saw the whole uh, Batman slapping Robin? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, the that's the It's one been thing. redrawn. You can follow. I actually posted it on our Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, and somebody actually drew Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. <laughs> Yo, I don't know if in I ever. I, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know if I ever even. My my point was. Here we are, Viola Davis way. We had her sister, Dr. Grant on. You guys interviewed Dr. Upegi. This week, you're number two in the world in education. So in our category, number two in the world. Normally that wasn't a big deal to me because I was all like, we number one for so long last year. But this year, competition's been tight and we've been hanging in that top five. Number two, finally, we're climbing back up there. I want number one again, but you guys crushed it. So thank you. My new homies over there in the back. Uh, yeah, this podcast out of this room, number two in the world. Uh, it's our category. We're not competing with the people that because you're doing entertainment, Correct. you're doing all this other stuff. You're competing with Mark Marin and like really famous people. Um, do you guys ever think about numbers? Do you worry about stuff like that? No, no, because we all know like people to you know go towards um, lean towards celebrity podcasts. I'm guilty of that myself, you know. But um, so it's just like you know what. It's an out to me. It's just an outlet. I can finally talk about like the comics and stuff on the air, and then that's it. And then sometimes opportunities grow from that. And I'm just, you know, just just have fun and just put it out there. Do the best we can with it. And if we get any opportunities from it, 
amazing. If not, even then, still cool. And you've been getting opportunities. The day I met you, you had an amazing opportunity. We'll talk about it in a minute, probably. Uh, and I want to turn it over to the students to ask you questions. But first, I want to ask some of these guys uh, a quick question, because when I met you, I started a war that day accidentally by asking a question. I asked a question about the nightmare before Christmas. The question, and we were talking about it off, off uh, camera. And now that, uh, now that we're recording, I've got to ask, uh, so starting with Jordan and anybody else who wants to weigh in, is Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? Oh, okay. So I actually, even before this, because of the fact that I wanted to do the cosplay as Oogie Boogie, yeah. I was, because I love singing the Oogie Boogie song. And uh, because of that, I was also thinking about, wait, is this Halloween or is this Christmas? Because although the whole the whole setting of the undead, the dead, and the the living of Santa Claus, it seems so gothic and gloomy that I would think it would be Halloween. However, the fact of Damn Santa it. Claus, however, the fact of Santa Claus puts me into the perspective of this could be. If you had to pick one, Christmas. Um, if I had to pick one. I would say it's Halloween. Team Halloween. All right, I'm for Team Halloween. Mimi, Team Halloween or Team Christmas? The nightmare before Christmas. Halloween. Mimi says Halloween. I feel like it is more of a Christmas movie from the perspective. Team of Christmas. Like Halloween. Team Christmas. Team Christmas. It's literally in the title. Right now, <laughs> right now it's three, two Halloween, but man, uh, the momentum, we're losing momentum. What do you think? Team Christmas or Team Halloween? Team Christmas. Also Christmas. <laughs> what is it? Five three now? We, 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 I lost. I lost count. Christmas. Four three. Five three. Oh man. The guest of honor. It's a Halloween movie. Five four. Send us back to war, bro. You have the you have the power to send us to war, or give a victory to Santa Claus. It's a Black Friday movie. Black wow. Friday movie. Wow. Did you just it's put the right in the? It is right in the middle. It is that transition period where you're going from Halloween into Christmas. It's a November movie. Oh, okay, I, I love that November yeah. movie. I'll, I'll say Technically, this. we still. It came out in October. Four and a half, like five and a half to four and a half. Yeah. Christmas, 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 Christmas. I yeah, I, yeah, I, know, the I know the math. I know the math. Uh, are you a fan of the movie? Um, kind of. Have you watched it? I did. One of the illest things was for me learning that the director was uh, watching his neighbor across the street change um, their decorations from Halloween decorations to Christmas decorations. And in that moment, just watching that, like the movie was born in his head, right? Like that's crazy yeah. to me that somebody can make a whole world just in a transition like that. It sounds like an oversimplification. It sounds like one of those things that's like a myth. But that's what that's what I heard Burton say. So whether or not it's true, I don't know. I thought that was amazing. Um, so I asked that question uh, that started a war the day that I met you. Uh, it didn't go well for me. Uh, <laughs> it didn't go well for me just now either. So now what are your questions for Mr. Carl Bird, who runs the Codex Prime podcast? And I'm starting with Jordan. Oh, OK, well, um, 
I had something planned and I immediately forgot. Okay. I love your voice, by the way. <laughs> Jordan sings. I'm just learning this. I believe. Do the Oogie Boogie song. Oh, what? Okay, on the spot. All right. So the last part of a voice play singing, it was like Josh Casalucci says, Because I'm the boogeyman. No, I'm the boogeyman. The Oogie. And he just and he right. He just it. just now. I'm taking this dude to Anime Boston, and he he's gonna he's gonna cosplay as either Oogie. either Oogie Boogie or Takeo Goda from the Slice of Life anime, my life my love story. All right. What's your question for Carl? Did did this <laughs> delay help you? It actually did okay. because I because he talked about how he was into like wrestling, comics, video games. Yes. I wanted to go back into video games because I for one. Love fantasy games, and mm-hmm. I wanted to hear your opinion on such uh, such genres from like say video games if you've heard of them like Monster Hunter to video games like Final Fantasy, which aren't my favorite, however. Um, I was never really truly a Final Fantasy game. Monster Hunter, I thought it was very cool, but I never really got into it. I would probably say the closest thing I have played to it was the latest God of War. Oh, okay. And that God game was amazing. I was also oh, going to implement Dark Souls since that's a that's my one of my favorite uh, things. There. You just made an argument because I'm Team Xbox all day, but I have a PlayStation. And the only reason I have a PlayStation is for God of War and for the hoodie that you have on. I have the PlayStation okay. Five just so I could play Miles Morales in like high def, and that Kratos game. It was dope. I love the Spider-Man games. Yeah, man. They Especially are. that like that first one. Sometimes I get emotional how much I love that. So game. I get emotional too because representation is important. So now you have a Spider-Man who has your color, more your color than my color. Right. But he's speaking my home language, right? So is that part of you getting emotional is watching Miles no, Morales? Think, no, the game is just a beautiful game and I love it so much. Did it hit anybody else watching Spider-Verse where like he's talking to his mom in Spanish? Did any of you feel like, oh, snap, that's me? Is it just me? No, I did. Nah, look, I looked around. I was like, "Hey, yo, we in here?" <laughs> yeah, right. Got my flag all over the place. Hi, mommy. You know. There, so- you, there you go. You, just by you saying we in here, that lets you know you are represented. Own it. And the sound, and the hip hop soundtrack too, right? Oh God, it was amazing. It was I an amazing. On the radio almost every day. After every day. So I've told this story before, and and forgive me, I, when I watched it for the seventh time. Right. This time I'm screening it for my students and it's a bootleg because it's still in theaters. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to cry this time (laughs) because all my students are around and I'm going to be a big boy. So I went in the hallway, did some things. I came back in the movies playing and all my students. It was the part at the beginning where he's singing Sunflower and all my students were hitting that note that even Miles Morales couldn't hit. You know that. Right. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, here it comes. Immediately start crying. Immediately start crying. Representation is important. We talk about it on the podcast all the time, and I, I thought that was dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to hear that you're into those dope games. I got a PS5 just for that stuff. Uh, what's your question? Um, you just got one. You've been evicted. Oh, did you get? Did you get one yet? No. This is so hard. Almost, I got lucky. He did too, and it was just. If you listen to last week's podcast, it, it got really uncomfortable. That's how happy he was. Oh snap! Yeah. With the Let, PS5 and like the, the new newer consoles that are basically being scalped and all that. Yep. Robots yeah. are buying the PS5s and then selling them. People. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for like a higher price. Yeah. yeah. Um, before I get into yeah, your question, uh, we mentioned Victor a couple of times. So Victor is somebody who you run the Codex Prime podcast with. You said it earlier. Uh, is it nice to, is he a homie? Is it nice to run a podcast with your homie? Is that oh, absolutely. Like- yeah, I mean, we have a, and what's best, what's what I love about it is that we have so many different 
different opinions and like we just it's you know it wow this way <laughs> everybody's kind of you know rocking side to side and stuff That's i don't i don't know why i don't know i don't know, know. it just kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> everybody just started doing it for our audience at home our students just bust into simultaneous dance <laughs> and we're just moving around like in this rhythm and everybody just did it i'm like that's it you have stage presence man. but um to do with that i turn around everyone that's and that's the same thing that happened Love, yeah, it. I was just doing it. love it, but um, I don't know. yeah, we have like so many different opinions about that, and it creates just like instant banter. It's hilarious. It's informative. Like it's overall fun. It's an overall fun experience. Do you think this is fair? Watching the two of you uh, together interact, it feels to me like uh, like this the the formula for all the movies where there's like the like the the loose one. And like the more serious one. Yep, that's like exactly, and that's exactly what it is. Right. Which cop are you? Oh, I'm the loose one. Yeah. I'm not even. It's not even. Does case. Victor own that? Does he? Does Victor know that like that he's the serious one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If anything, I let him. I always remind him. <laughs> What's your question for Carlberg? Um, I know that you uh, um, said that you like a casual for anime. So like, yeah. besides Dragon Ball, is there any other anime you watch? Um. Casual, I did watch uh, Tiger Mask W. Um, there was also, um, I, I catch a, I caught a couple I, of I episodes. I want to say out of the big three, as we watch. Like, the like, big three, what are the big three? To me, Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. Okay. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is not in the big three? He's like the grandfather of them. So it goes Dragon Ball Z and then the big three and then the new Bleach, three. huh? Yeah. Over Bleach. JoJo? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But, but I'm like I'm like a, a huge JoJo fan, but like I want to say he's like they're, they're kind of like to the side. Are we going to my hero not academia? Uh, that's new. That's new. Demon Slayer is doing better than that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of Demon Slayer around. They cleaned um, in the last season because there's only like 11 episodes. Yeah. So, I got so sad. Oh, poor you. <laughs> <laughs> they were still really good 11 episodes though. I was just letting do some Mr. Crafts thing and start playing the more. <laughs> but the reason I asked was because like um there's like this whole debate and I kind of want to start a war now since he already did it. Yeah. Um. Out of uh, Luffy, um, no, no, out of Luffy, out of Ichigo, and out of Naruto, who do you think would win in a fight? Out of those, now you're three. familiar with Luffy and Naruto at least, right? Uh, Luffy and uh, Ichigo, and I feel like Naruto would just probably give somebody a stern talking to. Yep, yep. So I probably will go Ichigo. Okay, Ichigo, Ichigo. All right. Right. My son would be so mad and flipping tables over and being like, Luffy, all day, really? Luffy. Yeah. Really, Luffy's the weakest out of all of them. I had Naruto on that What he part. got now, like his new form? He's, they, he they just, haven't seen it. They haven't seen it. He just, haven't seen it. Something. I haven't seen it either. Who the only ones that know? Something about a human apple. That's all. I don't know anything other than that. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Uh, if you were interviewing to our audience at home, who might be uh, casual uh, anime viewers, and to Carl, who's a casual anime viewer, what's the one anime that they should watch that might not be on their list? It kind of depends, because like you one, you get to you get one. All right, all right. I want to say 
besides JoJo, there is besides a JoJo's game, Bizarre Adventure. Yes, there is a, a one that I've watched, and it was called My Dress Up Darling. If I'm correct. You guys got to be careful because I asked my students before, like for what animation we watch, like for programs like this one on oh, Thursdays, yeah. and they told me, uh, they told me, what's the cooking one? I heard something really weird about a cooking one. Somebody tasted food and they're their clothes like oh, shot off. And, Yo, <laughs> oh yeah, neither. It I, turned I, into I hentai. It was weird. Yeah, don't don't yeah, also with dress up darling though. Dress up darling too. It has some wholesome moments to it. Yeah, it has wholesome. Moments, hold up. You know, if you're saying it has some, some, some yeah, yeah, that's the fact. It's not. You're never gonna find an anime without If you keep a clear mind about it, clear mind. It is literally implied. Ah, it was you. I remember now because. Was it no? It wasn't you. It was at a different. It was a different school. Somebody. Uh, we were watching. Uh, reincarnated as a slime, and for some reason, the slime is always like girls pick up the slime and go, "It's so cute," and it's always like between their boobs. And I was like, "Why is there so? Why does it have to be so many boobs all the time?" And then my student said what you just said: fan service. I'm like, I don't. I don't understand. And I had more, I have more girls in that anime program than boys. Yeah, and the girls are all like, yeah, it's dope. And yeah, I'm like, all right. I it's, it's like, it's like the, it's like the whole anime trope of there always being a beach. Episode. I'm going to Des, uh, Des anyway. So Des just walked in the room. Uh, Des, if you had one anime that Carl should start watching anime with, uh, what anime would that be? Loud, please, because you're further back. Uh, given, without a doubt. G I, given? Yeah, given. I I have the manga. I've watched the OVA. Like I have watched the whole anime on repeat. It's just one of those animes that it's good in the sense that it's more realistic, in my opinion, and it brings that love of music. It's there's no fan service, thank God. Does that mean boobs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for kids, though. I mean, no, no there's kids, kids in it. Kids are the main character. No, they're high schoolers. Oh. But it's I like it though. It's also LGBTQ friendly. It's about um, a gay relationship in high school, but that's not the center point. It's more about, especially it deals with, but it deals with heavy topics like suicide. And it deals with the topic of like moving on when someone passes away, especially someone you love. You know, a lot of anime seems to be gay friendly now. And uh, my last experience in Japan made me feel like they were lots of steps back when it comes to being a gay friendly country. And it's really interesting to me that their anime and their art form, their anime and their art form is uh, LGBTQ friendly. You know what I mean? Uh, and what does that mean? Does that mean that it's suppressed and more people want to talk about it than the country has allowed? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's more of a, um, a culture thing, especially because I know at least from what I've seen with people that I've met and fam family members that I have, it's like, they tend to be more respectful. They're very respectful, mostly. So it's a sense of like, we don't talk about it, basically. It's more, we don't talk about it, and that's it. But I know, at least for me, the, they like it, at least from what I've heard, girls just really seem to like it. They really like the idea of more... Boy love, boy love. Thing. Yeah, that's a huge thing. I know, I feel like you're that's, really into that. I No, you know what? I like it, I like, I like romance in general. I right. like something that's not basic either because okay. some of these animes be too basic. Thank you, Des. And thank you, Des, for your you have recommendations now on entry points. What's your question for Carl? Uh, shoot. Hey, I so I heard before you came here that you had a few AEW stars on <laughs> yeah. your podcast. 
I recently got back into wrestling because when I was younger, I used to have to watch like Stone Cold on the VHS. And then I was watching WWE programming. But then I got out of it because I grew up. Then when AEW started, I started getting back into it because it was it was good. Right. It was more, it was like the attitude era, what I was raised on, even though I was born in 2006, which was uh, ruthless aggression. It was. So damn. If you have he's breaking it down. If you have um, a favorite uh which was your favorite company first off? WWE, like, I know it's a war thing. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, I got to be a WWE guy, am I wrong? I, uh, I will always and forever be a WWE guy. I do love watching the other the other companies. I love what AEW is doing. Um, it's a whole new, just a fresh, it's a fresh face, you know, just to see. Um, I also, I enjoy watching Impact. Uh, I I'm a casual New Japan, but I try to catch it as much as I can. Um, GCW, it's crazy, so I get caught in there. I just love professional wrestling in general. But, you know, WWE, since I went to my first event many, 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 many years ago when I was about three, and then it's just been WWE ever since. But it's been all of them. I was also a WWE fan. I mean, I ECW. Somebody in here said they were an Undertaker fan. Who was that? We got an Undertaker mark. Am I wrong? You're an Undertaker I mark? I am the biggest Undertaker <laughs> fan ever. Like, I, this Friday when he gets inducted, I probably will cry. So Friday. even even in the badass years when he was on the motorcycle? It did not matter. Big really? Oh, I remember you you've got you've got an encyclopedia in your brain of yeah. wrestling. I'm I'm honestly impressed. I'm a really? I'm a huge wrestling fan. When I'm into something, I'm really into it. And wrestling, it's just I, since I was bored, I went to my grandma's house in Massachusetts. She only spoke Spanish. I didn't really talk to her because I only know English. So she had these old VHS tapes that my uncles used to have playing. So I watched them every day. So I know a lot of stuff, like taped episodes. Okay. I must have told you this. One of the people that, uh, because you, we're tricking you. You're a mentor for Steambox now. And uh, one of the other mentors that we brought in is a rapper named uh, Megaran. And Megaran does the raps for, uh, like, he he writes the raps for New Day and, and Usos when they have, like, their rap battles. He yeah. writes a lot of their theme music. Uh, he's always at the events. And uh, at Penny Arcade Expo, he introduced me. And I brought students uh, just before the pandemic. It was irresponsible to do so. Uh, he introduced me to Xavier Woods uh over there um and a couple of other people and we had a good time who have you had the op- i haven't interviewed wrestlers on the show though okay. you have who have you interviewed uh big names that we would know uh okay well um at rhode island comic-con i hosted the uh aew panel so i got to interview adam cole Britt baker and uh ruby soho uh i actually met um, this is going back to the uh, at the uh, ruthless aggression era. Um, Elijah Burke, and we actually end up becoming friends. But um, and in a lot of like people from the uh, Indies, I have like I have interviewed Wildman Congo, Brutal Bob Evans. Uh, I knew I I did step into the ring for a little while and trained with trained under Brutal Bob Evans. You did and, what? Yes, I was. I did train. And Where's the I finisher? Did, didn't really have one this year. <laughs> like I was still very green. It was like one year. For somebody who loves wrestling, uh, did it beat it out of you? Did it like really? I just couldn't afford the training anymore at the time. But okay. um, it's it, it, it's as brutal as you think. My first week of taking bumps, I end up getting a concussion. So uh, yeah, y'all yeah, say it's fake, but mm-hmm. all I say is take a bump. And funny too, um, 
What's a bump for our audience at home? When you slam your back on the mat or you just fall from a... Yeah, yeah it's a trained fall. Um, and funny, the ring that I trained in was actually the original ECW ring. ECW, Paul Heyman's uh, promotion from Philadelphia. Correct. Extreme Championship Wrestling, is that... Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at you as the encyclopedia. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Very, it's quite impressive. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, man, I was I was so jealous that you were interviewing uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Uh, they're, they're some of my favorites. They were NXT. Adam Cole was still NXT at the time, right? No, no. He, oh, he had already he come had, over to AEW? He had already, like, he had already jumped ship maybe about a month before. Man, I'm I'm so excited for all the stuff. Uh, one more question about wrestling before I uh, send it over to the next question. Uh, do you think we're going to have any really cool surprises this weekend? We already know Stone Cold. We already we think we know Cody Rhodes is going to come out. Do you think anything cool is going to happen at WrestleMania? Because I'm not really excited yet. From what me neither, but but uh, but then I'm always excited for WrestleMania because it's it's my Super Bowl. Okay. Um. Uh, surprises, you kind of never know. They are pretty good. Like, yeah, the dirt sheets try to get as much as they can, but sometimes they will hit us. What are the dirt sheets for our audience? Like the insiders, they try to get, you know, all the inside scoops of what's going on and stuff. You know, guys like Dave Meltzer and Ryan Satin, all the, you know, all those guys. Somebody Um, said recently that, uh, so, so for all of you who aren't into wrestling, uh, you guys are familiar with surprises and stuff, right? They try to do surprises. And uh, back in the day, when I was your age, uh, some of the guys from WWE showed up at WCW. Right. And it's a completely different company. And it seemed like they didn't belong there. It seemed like, oh, snap, who let them in the building? They're just beating up wrestlers from this other company now. And it seemed super exciting. Uh, back then, the internet wasn't what it is now. Right. And now we have an idea that Cody Rhodes is going to show up and work at WWE. He is officially signed. The thing is, we just don't know when. They say that they're good. If he shows up tonight, then the quote-unquote match with Seth Rollins is official. If he doesn't, he'll probably make make the surprise, uh, the surprise at Mania, or they probably may just save him for the Monday after. So the dirt sheets that you mentioned, do you think that in the way that I just described, because this could have been that next NWO moment, do you think that those dirt sheets and the internet and everybody knowing everything, do you think that's kind of hurting wrestling a little bit? In the Absolutely it does because it ruins the surprise, you know, like, yeah, okay, here's the thing. I'm sure everybody in this room has watched Avengers Endgame. Okay, you already kind of knew, like, all right, the second part, okay, they're finally going to win. But did you know exactly how everybody was going to come back? Did you know... Did you have any idea? Did you even think that Captain Mo- Captain America was going to pick up Thor's hammer? I flipped yes, out when yes. that happened. Yes, because in Age of Ultron, he there you go. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But you had to like really think. But when you're caught in the moment, yeah, it caught you was cheering just like everybody else in that yeah. theater. So it's like, you know, that's what it was for us back in the day. We knew nothing what was going on. And then we got that element of surprise. And I feel like with the dirt sheets now and everybody's trying to be the you heard it here first. Uh, with it, yeah, they have that agenda. They, you know, they kind of ruined that element of surprise. I kind of wish we could have, like, we can like go back in time and just like relive those moments for the first time. Oh, absolutely. I I don't watch things live anymore. I have uh, YouTube TV and other stuff. Like I don't I don't have a cable connection in my house. 
I watch things when I get a chance. As a matter of fact, I hate watching things live. I feel like I'm slumming it because then I got to watch commercials and stuff like that. So I like to watch wrestling like an hour or two after it comes on, maybe the next day, right? But the problem is I can't go online. If I go online at all, I'm seeing, you know, what happened the night before. So the internet is killing me on that regard. I love the internet. I love technology. Uh, what's your question for Carl? Uh, I want to start at like another war since we're on the topic. Of oh of man, this is this is World War Three for this podcast. Yeah, this is fireman related. Oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm already <laughs> ready to fight. I'm a, this is. <laughs> what is the best your or like your favorite Spider-Man movie, excluding No Way Home and um, Into the Spider Verse? Oh damn! Yeah. You took, I, I you took excluding those two because those why, are all because like, I know those are gonna be like, really obvious answers for a lot of people. Oh, it would have been Spider Verse. Yeah. 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 Excluding those no two. No way home because it gave us the home. Yeah. No, the return of to- the return of Toby and Andrew. Spider Man two. I ragdolled my friend by the way. I with Toby, right? Yeah. Yes. Spider Man two with Toby Maguire. I agree with you. That is the right answer. It was, uh, everything was put together really well. Part one was great too. Norman Osborn, as you all just saw in the recent one. But that moment that you referred to, what was the moment, what was the moment in No Way Home that you were just referring to? Oh, oh when uh, it reveals that, you know, they opened, the, they opened up the multiverse and then Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man pops up. That's was, that's was the, you know, the initial first pop, which is like a first, when the pop, when the crowd, uh, I, I had my friend like this, and he's this size, and I swear I was lifting him up and down. And it wasn't even, he didn't even show up yet. Uh, Ned had just done the thing, and you see Spider-Man in the alley, and I knew. I knew. Yeah. I flipped out. What's your favorite Spider-Man movie, excluding those two? Okay, I'm one of those weird ones. Uh, I like Spider-Man 3. That so is... That is... That is Sandman, New Goblin. I didn't think there was a wrong answer until you said well, Spider-Man I, 3. You know, uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I like Sandman. I like Sandman. Like, I, in my movie. opinion, I didn't, I, it's something about Spider-Man 3 I just really love about it. I guess they had to be different. When he says, I love Sandman, there was a moment where Sandman was created in that movie and you yeah. see the sand dancing oh, around. Beautiful. It, yeah. it, it was, was an absolutely beautiful... It was. It was a beautiful. I I love that scene. It, that you like that scene too, and and yeah, Sandman. Objectively, the best scene about the whole Raimi film, I like all three, like Spider Man. That was the, objectively the best scene. It it was a great scene. It was absolutely. It was a beautiful scene. Oh man, you have homework. Yeah. When uh when who's the guy who played Venom? Uh oh, um, uh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Yeah. When Topher Grace said, "My Spidey sense is tingling." If you know no, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about, I got so I got so mad. I got <laughs> I so mad. He's so he's so cocky, bro. I, was, I just love it. No, it wasn't the cocky. It cocky, just wasn't venom. Arrogance. It wasn't venom. It no, was it some wasn't. asshole cosplaying as venom, yeah, and I was so angry. I was so angry at how wrong they got venom. And to tell you the truth, and here's here's a dark secret that I'm really worried about. Uh, this was directed by somebody who I love. His name is Sam Raimi. He made the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. Uh, he made those first two Spider-Man movies yeah. too. So we know he can do good. But because of that movie, I also know he can do bad. And he's making a very tricky Doctor Strange movie that comes out in two months. I have something to say about that, Sam, about how this, it's not really technically his fault, 
because uh, the studio made the him. The studio forced him to put Venom into the movie. We know Sony sucks. Yeah. And the PlayStation. You wanted nothing to do with the movie. Not, no, I'm busting. I'm busting. Yeah. Well, in a sense, technically, although both of the consoles are really good, the Sony, the P, the PlayStation has a lot of things that would be bad. Not because of the console itself, but because of the company. The company does a lot of things that people don't like about Sony and PlayStation. However, it's a really good console. I can agree with that. I like the Xbox and Microsoft a lot more just because of what they do for the people rather than what Sony yeah, does and not just share. Game Pass is their biggest. Game Pass is their biggest like play. Man, I play Halo on day one for free, man. I I love that. Halo's uh, free, just in general too. Halo it, sucks. After so three. so uh, man, I love I love the new one. The, I thought the new one was dope. Um, I got raised on Reach. But so, reach. how are you feeling about Doctor Strange? Oh man, I'm excited. This so because here's the thing. The possibilities are completely endless, especially with what they're doing in the, with the whole uh, multiverse thing. Patrick Patrick Stewart coming back as Professor X. That means we're finally gonna get the get the X Men coming in and being done right. You got the Illuminati coming in, which is a secret society that consisted of uh, Mister F- Doctor Strange, Mister Fantastic, Black Panther. Um, how are they gonna do it? Lord knows how. Um, I'm, like I said, Mr. Fantastic is coming in. I've always been a huge uh, Fantastic Four fan. Um, and he, Black Bolt was one of them. So they're going to bring in the Illuminati as well. They're introducing the Midnight Suns. There's so many things that could happen that could take this, take this multiverse. Like, into, like the right now, the sky's the limit. Spider-Man yeah. 3 succeeded for you, but it failed for the rest of the world. <laughs> um, Not in the box office, though. That's true. Yeah, because it's right off the success of Spider-Man 2, yeah. So um, the complaint that people had was they said that they, he was doing too much. And we know that that's not true now, right? Because yeah. the last movie had five villains and a sixth in Mexico drinking uh, you know, some drink before yeah. he just gets snaps back. Uh, but this movie is introducing all these characters that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And the criticism of his last failure was that he was balancing too much. If there's any truth to the him balancing too much right now, he's decided to do 10 times more. Right. But here's the thing. We now have by uh it's being done by Marvel Studios. Yep. They know what they're doing. After everything that we have gotten thus far, granted, they had a few misses. They know what they're doing. My trust is in them. What's the miss? What's the worst Marvel movie? My worst Marvel movie? Uh my my girlfriend and a friend of yours, uh, Angela, will be pissed off if you say Captain Marvel. Just FYI, Captain Marvel. She listens and she will send you. She will send you mail. Oh, Captain we started Marvel. off as Facebook no, drivers. She, she, uh, she will send you. I will not say it's Captain Marvel. I probably. I mean, Thought of Dark World didn't finally end up making sense. I still found it completely boring, though. That was the worst one for me. Yeah, it was the worst one. Oh, Dark Captain World. Uh, Thor. Yeah. It was. Desi, yeah, what was, was the worst one? I watched that in Florida. I don't even. Uh, I didn't, uh, probably actually no, not like Thor two, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, Um, I'll probably say Eternals because I had such high expectations and I it never just seen it, yet. it didn't exp- it did not even meet up to those expectations. I get what you I like the Eternals for the main fact that it showed that Thanos was right about the whole erasing half of the multiverse. Uh, not multiverse, erasing erasing half of the people. 
because it showed what happened when all of them came back. Yeah, correct. Oh, Car- I think that was the good. movie was good. It's just the characters I hated. I yeah. Well, it's because the Eternals are very complicated characters. They've been re- rewritten like so many times, but uh, centered around the basis. But there's like so it's so deep into detail where it's pr- it's really really hard but- to kind of like grasp all that. And they tried to like cr- there's ten of them. So they try to cram. You can't so give exposition on all of these characters. So why not make it a Disney Plus series where each of them has their own episode? But then it'll be a, it'll be even too long. Then it'd be ten hours, but it'd be. I feel like then we'd at least because yeah. Angelina Jolie's character and people people used to love her. Nobody people don't love her anymore. Her right. character was dope. I loved that okay, character. Yes. I needed to see a lot more of her character. I needed to see a lot more of a whole bunch of the characters. So your point is right. And that's why I wish it was kind of a they series. They should have introduced them before, like how they did Black Panther, how they introduced them in Civil War. So we already had somewhat of a uh, relationship established with that character. So um, it was just like, all right, here's these brand new characters, but yet there's 10 of them. So we got to cram all these stories all into one, but still try to focus on the bigger picture which also needs we need to focus on the much bigger picture you know with the multiverse it was a lot to take in in which resulted in the movie being too long and because they're such serious characters it was hard to like keep up with all that keep yeah. up with all that it wasn't too much comedy and fun like guardians i agree with you it should have been a series because the series loki was the best series so far the uh, tv show uh, Captain America versus Marvel. Uh, I mean, Captain America and. Oh, I'm sorry. The Captain Venom Marvel. Three guy doesn't like your pick for, for <laughs> quality entertainment. Yeah. No, no. I, go, I go on. I'm sorry. I didn't do it like that. Uh, uh, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I said Captain Falcon. Captain. Yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Falcon. All right. But that was not really a good show for me. Loki was better. So I feel like they're losing interest. I'm losing interest in the Marvel shows. So if they made the Eternals a show and they fully fleshed out the characters. That would have been way better than just making a feature. Like People that. aren't liking the shows. I gotta admit, I I love the shows. Oh, I love the shows. I, the villains. Uh, WandaVision was dope. WandaVision was so, so I, bad. I, I for don't me. like how they changed how they made the ending though. Like everything was, was good. Yeah. Until they lead it up into like the second to last episode. Yeah, I didn't like the ending of Hawkeye, and that's because all of a sudden Hawkeye. it got a little. I seen that one yet. Kingpin at the end was OP. Kingpin, we already saw. No for no reason. I mean, Kingpin just got run by us, run over by a speeding car. He got shot by a missile and all kinds of other shit. And he's just walking around like, it's and I'm like, hold, hold up. Uh, I know he's Kingpin, but damn, but, but damn. So, but, but you had made a point earlier. How do you feel about this? Cause he says, he's talking about how uh, Thanos was validated mm-hmm. in the show Hawkeye. His family was snapped away. You remember that? You remember yeah. he went insane because his family was... And yet this monkey fighter later is drinking out of a coffee Thanos mug that right. says Thanos was right. Yeah, I did see that because, first of all, it wasn't a coffee mug. It was, he was using the urinal and somebody had That was separate. It. That was also, it was also a coffee mug. Yeah, so what that did, it actually showed where everybody was at. Yeah. And I kind of... Um, the difference is in the urinal... With the urinal scene, he could disapprove of it. He's going crazy. Of course, it's it's a horrible thing for him to see. But later, there was a coffee mug, right. and he's actively drinking. Out. He chose to drink out of this coffee mug. Okay. Well, here's the thing: we, he ne- he lost his family. That was a great. That was like a huge. That was a huge traumatic uh, yep. experience for everybody in the universe. You know, losing half your family. 
even happier friends and family and stuff. But like, also it's like this kind of like balance. All right, the world was this way, but then it's like, you don't, but then before the snap, it was just how you knew it, how, you know, you had everybody that you loved and stuff. But then Thanos was right. We didn't have, you know, this much and then we had no resources, but then at the same time, that's pretty like detrimental to the world because you're snapping away doctors and other humanitarians and stuff who can do good things for the world. Yeah. And not to mention Thanos could have just snapped and made more resources. At least he had a good, at least he had a good sense of humor about it because the person who handed him that mug, if that was Will Smith, Will Smith would have slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about my family. Uh, what's your question for Carl? Okay. So this, uh, bringing it back to the comics, since you mm -hmm. said you were into comic movies, yeah. the comics. Apparently now the Batman Who Laughs has been getting a lot of light again. Oh, and I wanted to know, yeah. do you think he deserves to be in a movie? And if so, do you think it'll be in the near future more of like something that'll happen eventually? I mean, I'm actually more of a Marvel fan, so I don't really read DC too much. I mean, but did, Batman, did you see this one? This this past Batman, yes. Okay. Um, I think it's possible, but it has to be done right. And DC, when Warner Brothers gets in the way, you know how, you know what happens. They're worse than Sony. Yeah, Uncharted wasn't a bad movie. <laughs> Which one? Uncharted. I have not. Seen it was Spider Man. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see Uncharted. Yeah, it, it actually was wasn't. I, I'm sorry. I was. I was apples to apples. I was uh, superhero movies. Yeah, it was. It actually wasn't bad. So I think that it is possible. You just have to have the right team and actually have the right influences. Make sure that the the writers of that of that particular comic is involved. What'd you think of uh, What'd you think of this Batman movie? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I didn't think it needed to be as long. And just yeah, my minor flaw was like, I even said it on the show. It's just like, Penguin was Italian. Your last name's Cobblepot. That's not an Italian. Um, but other than that, oh, I, I, thought, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Other than that, it was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was nice to see the uh, detective version, the world's greatest detective. We got to see that for a change instead of, all right, I'm just going to show up, fight, fight, fight. I am vengeance. I'm gone. Um, yeah, it was just a different take that I felt like we needed to get. I like how they did Riddler like good justice in this movie because they didn't do him justice in like every other generation. Of Jim, Jim Carrey was a genius in the little alley back that Jim Carrey has like an instant connection. In my it's mind, a whole right different now. feel though, right? Like it wasn't yeah. Jim yeah. Carrey wouldn't work in this in this movie. Oh, no, absolutely right. not. Right, uh, Desi, what's your question for Carl? I'm so lost right now. These <laughs> wars and everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Another one. Oh, uh, another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Christmas movie or Halloween movie? Oh, which one is that? Let's see. Christmas. We got a time. I'm just saying because yeah, the thing that the movie starts on Halloween. But the main premise of the movie is during Christmas. Christmas. The countdown is yeah. till Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas is yeah. I want to I wanna apologize to my friend Alicia. Apparently, it's a Christmas movie, and I was wrong all along. So please accept my humble and bitter apologies. 
<laughs> What's your question for Carl? Uh, I know that you guys were talking about Xbox, PlayStation, to be honest. I'm not into any of those. I like oh, Nintendo. We'll take a oh. Who did it? I don't know. How do you feel about that? Because some people be like, you know that you're gamer. I know they're like, you're not a real gamer. I'm no, like, wow. Okay. Nintendo's only for kids. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever let them tell you that you're not a gamer just because you play Nintendo. Because Nintendo's the OG. Our Nintendo's generation, people. that's what we started on. There's no Xbox in the Nintendo There's generation. No Xbox. There's no Sony. Without Nintendo, we wouldn't be here where we were today. Think about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait. You, you wouldn't have PlayStation if Nintendo didn't decide to be a dick. And uh, my kids are so smart. Say more. The disc drives. Yeah. Wait, so for those for those of us at home who don't know what you're talking about, why would there be no PlayStation if not for Nintendo? And he's okay. right, by the way. So back in the day, Nintendo. <laughs> I am a Nintendo nerd. You do not. Okay. Back in the, back in the day. Nintendo I love that he's was... talking to the owl. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. Oh, he's got a point. Back in the day, Nintendo wanted to like, uh, like convert to CDs. So they paired up with uh, Sony to like uh, do it. But like in the process, they're like backstabbing PlayStation. So they, they tune up with Philip. And after that, it's like, nah, screw it. We're going to go with Philip this whole time. They had this whole console made in everything. And PlayStation was like, like, oh, you're with him? Fine, we'll make our own. And that's how the PlayStation was born. Boom. Boom. My historians, my video game nerd, my wrestling nerd. Now I know who to go to. You guys got to stay Steambox through and through. Desi, did we get to your question? I'm sorry. You were just. Yeah, it was just yeah, my yeah. opinion about Nintendo, awesome. man. It was just Nintendo's dope. Uh, everybody yeah. else at home on the podcast can suck it. If, right. Oh, my favorite Nintendo game? Of all time, question. I can't go. Besides I can't Mario. go. Comic. Besides Mario, you can't say Mario. You can't say Mario's base. You can't say Mario. That's a base. Yeah. 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 Not only is it no, no, it's her question. It's her question. It's yeah, her question. I didn't play any exception. Yeah, none of y'all can. None of y'all have any opinion. So, any point. One at a time, please. Of all time, Super Mario Three. Okay. That's uh, that is this the one with the raccoon flying raccoon? Yeah, it's Tanuki. 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 Uh. The students are calling you a basic C uh, for that. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys said that you guys, Nintendo was your generation too, but it was also ours because I grew up on GameCube and things like that. I had Sega Jet. Yeah, yeah, I had a GameCube. Game, Game oh, I was the mine. first ever console. Game I had that for five years. I was the first person that I know of. That had I, I, I hack like a lot of people do, but I was the first person that I know of to figure out the Nintendo GameCube hack. And here's what I had to do. You remember it flipped open on the top? Yeah. Uh, it had mini discs. Yeah. So I could record on mini discs. Uh, I'm sorry, but but they weren't working. I had to record on DVDs, but I couldn't fit it in. So I could record so that on the DVDs, it was only on the inner part. So it would read like a mini disc. So what I had to do was saw the top of the Nintendo so that it had a big hole in it where I can just put in my DVDs. And that would work. I was the first person I know to hack the <laughs> hack the GameCube. Uh, that was a that was the thing. Uh, I'm sorry. What was your question? No, I was just mentioning because we had Wii, we had GameCube, we had Wii U, we had a ton of Nintendo things. So Nintendo, it can't be a, not a gaming thing because everyone here besides like uh, the, was it Gen Z? Or even though we are Gen Z, like a lower Gen Z, like 10 year olds. We're, we're like the beginning of Exactly. Like the 10 year olds have the only ones that are not even raised on Nintendo and they have Nintendo Switch still. Remind me next week, uh, literally come and talk to me next week and we can have a conversation about if we want to go to the Penny Arcade Expo next month. I wasn't going to do it this year because of the pandemic, but we could talk about it. Uh, uh, what's the Penny Arcade? 
Penny Arcade Expo is um, they are they were an online magazine mm -hmm. and uh, they started a video conference that was kind of like Comic Con except for video games. So when we go to Penny Arcade Expo, uh, they have rooms that just have every video game that you could think of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they have arcade rooms set up. They have but on the floor they have panels where Microsoft comes and shows all their Microsoft games. Nintendo comes and shows all their new Nintendo games. It's like an E3 but mini. It's like a, mini, it's like a mini, mini, mini it's like a mini bootleg E3. Yes. Uh, two quick final questions for Carl. Go. Um, so on the topic of the whole Spider-Man movies, my favorite one was the amazing Spider-Man because that's one with, like um, Andrew Garfield and it showed how his, you know, MJ Gwen Stacy actually died and he was the one that had to live with that instead of, you know, the rest of them. But I was going to say, um, out of like all the Spider-Man that, you know, right now, which one is your favorite? Mine? Yeah. Besides the OG, like Toby? Nah, I gotta go. I gotta go Tom. I gotta go Tom. Peter, I mean, Toby was a great Peter. Andrew was a great Spider Man. Tom is the combination of both. Okay, okay. I like that. That's fair. He put that in a way I can't even argue. Not mad at it. What's your, what's your, uh, you got the last question here. My question was actually the question I want to tell you first, which was, what is it that you were completely and utterly most passionate about? And did you do a podcast on it? Ooh. I'm passionate about a lot of, um, subjects uh hip-hop we've done a couple i've done a couple of podcasts about those uh video games done them. comics done them. it's pretty much every week it varies we do every single subject that we can do it's professional wrestling excuse me professional wrestling did it then and in so case that in case that you had said that you did everything which one was your favorite oh Jay, we're playing checkers. George's over here playing chess. I cannot. Oh my god, I have so there's so many. Um, I will say my number one. If you go on our archives, episode eleven, which is called Codex Prime and Chill, is my favorite. I'm not going to get into details. Just at that time, you learn something interesting about Victor, and it's hilarious. Codex Prime and Chill. We want to yes. learn about Victor because he's a mystery. <laughs> at that time he's changed since then but it's a very good laugh for you guys on that note though um uh since like i don't i i don't know like how many podcasts you know episodes you've done but i want to say who was your favorite guest Oof. i was thinking about the guy yeah i want to say who was your favorite guest to try on your were you gonna ask like what's his least favorite guest who was your favorite who was your least favorite damn who's your least favorite guest Oh my God. Okay. My top favorite, I can't even say because we've had so many guests all, over time. Uh, one of the most fun episodes that we did was uh, Chuck and Brad from the Chuck and Brad podcast. And they're just, uh, they were just they're a group of comedians. Uh, Chuck Staten, he worked very closely with uh, Kevin Smith of Jay and Silent Bob fame. And I mean, we just got in there and I got one person in the room marking out for Kevin Smith. That's it. The rest of it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Oh, and yeah. it was like, we just literally laughed from beginning to end. Oh man, my least favorite. And, and somebody mentioned, asked me this the last time and, and I already forgot who, who it was because I generally have something 
I like about everybody. I always say that everybody you, every person that you meet is a brand new learning experience. So that's how I particularly like in, interpret it as. So it's like, no matter what they did something wrong, what I didn't like, I always like, I always wind up learning something. You know, so. Man, I loved uh, Vita Ayala from Marvel Comics. Um, and, uh, oh, Emmy Bot uh, is a local, she's not a local, she's a national cosplayer. Uh, she's out of Boston, I think. Yeah. Uh, she's dope. And uh, another few people uh, on the podcast have been great, but you were really great for me to put in front of students. I don't know if you know this, but the way that you connect with students is really great. So you're one of my favorite guests too. And uh, I told you the first time immediately after, and I don't have this conversation with people. We all love Ubegi. I didn't say this to Ubegi after like, hey, we got to have you back on immediately. I said that to you last time. I was like, we have to have you. I'm putting you in front of students again. Um, so, so you are one of our favorites, and my, but but you know who didn't connect with students? Timok, the last dragon, man, the, the movie star, story. man, the kung fu I movie star from my childhood, who I loved watching in movies, was mad boring on the podcast. Uh, and if you're listening, Timok, I'm sorry, it is what it is. Uh, but but like, but yeah, it was it was it was kind of sad. Um, but your Funko Pops, yeah, and my brother's building a gym. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's, what, he said. That yeah, that's what he I asked him about Funko Pops. I asked because the only Funko Pops, you have a Funko Pop collection. Yeah. You have Funko, I have Funko Pop collection. Oh, yeah, if you Funko haven't Pop. seen it, I'll show you. I have a good, I have a good amount. Man, uh, I asked him because I love his movie like that. Like it's one of my favorite movies. And it's the only thing that's not in my Funko Pop collection. So I was like, when am I going to get Last Dragon Funko Pops? And he said, oh, my brother's opening a gym soon. And I'm like, did you not hear me? Because of the... <laughs> Like what is happening here? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Uh, check us out. What was your last? Uh... Uh, I wasn't really satisfied with that last answer. Yeah, we, 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 you, you already answered. So I'm gonna put it in a different way. Uh, you you did a ton of topics over the over the years, right? Yes. What was your least? Uh, no, I'm not gonna say what's your least favorite topic. Which topic would you never do again? You'll never do on your podcast if you had to choose one. Oh my god. Um, banned. What's banned? Nightmare Before Christmas no, is banned. banned. No more uh, censorship. Sometimes it gets into that direction and I can't, I can't stand it. I loathe it. Politics. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, that's understandable. No. Okay. Okay. I go on my podcast and have fun. Yeah, we just told you what your answers because I always took an answer. I hate this one. I want to be like professional wrestling. Nah. Wait a minute. Screw that. You guys had you guys had four years of, of a president who was difficult, and then we went into a pandemic and people saying what we should and shouldn't do with our bodies and 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 uh Vaccines and stuff. Are you guys sick of politics? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I never really. Yeah. That's the only thing I care. You only like the vaccine. I don't even do it. Exactly. Okay. To me, like, there were two peak moments in politics: 2016 and uh, 2020. 2021. Yep. 2016 was the downfall. Peak moments when we had. Uh, when we had Dr. Grant on two weeks ago, uh, at, at the end, I stopped recording. Dr. Grant was like, oh, I'm sad. Nobody asked me about my traveling because I am the black Indiana Jones. She said that. She yes. said those words. Uh, what didn't we ask you about that people should know? What did we ask? What didn't we ask you that people should know? I have no clue. Um, 
I guess you didn't mention I was I'm a DJ, but uh why do you always find out about the music last second? Yeah, music always gets this happened last week too. Next time we get someone, that's the first thing we're asking. No matter the man, no matter the man or woman, are you carrying around crates of records or all digital? What's going on? It's definitely all digital. Um my back's just, my back's not that good. <laughs> man, I was old school, man. I had the coffin with the record players, yeah. right? With two record players and a mixer in it. I had the crates full of records. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been, I've carried that stuff before, and that's when I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> One thing we didn't ask you that uh, I can't let you out of here without is uh, we've got a worldwide audience. I don't know how well this translates. I don't think it does uh, half of the time. But if, if some of the people were like, oh, Codex Prime, it sounds dope. Uh, I want to check out this podcast. Where can people find the Codex Prime podcast? You can literally find us everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. What are uh, we searching for? Co- just Codex Prime, just Codex Prime Podcast. Um, appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on social media, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Codex Prime, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast. Uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, we are literally everywhere. Spotify, find us, like us. I got, I got one last thing though. And this is kind of like towards you too. Yep, that's us. Um, will we ever have him on here again? And if so, can we have both of them on here again? I will try to work that out. So it's so there is officially a request on air right now uh, to have you and your partner Victor on air. How come Victor hasn't joined the Steambox podcast yet? Victor hasn't. Victor had he couldn't get the time off of work. Yeah, you know this time. So uh, and I was my job is a little more flexible than his. So uh, yeah, that that's what it is. And you know you gotta work. Let's figure this out for early next year, early next school year in the fall. Let's see if we can get Victor and Carl in here. We're giving them a half a year's notice, and we'll see if we can get you guys back in here. But you guys are gonna need new questions. Yeah, we're gonna start more wars. You know, more wars. Here's why we, here's why we should be saying that because we are in Central Falls and my Central Falls living up to their name Warriors. Please say peace out to the world. Peace out. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Thank you.